Welcome. You've joined the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, broadcasting live from the world's most iconic out-of-playground Hedonism 2 on Negril Beach in Jamaica. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Hedonism Show. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi everyone, we're Carol and David. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, broadcasting on location at Hedo 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, airing on the last Friday of every month. Hedo 2 is the world's most iconic adult playground, an all-inclusive paradise where you can turn your fantasies into reality. And boy, have we turned some of our fantasies into reality. And remember, it's the sexiest place on earth where you can get wicked for a week and be as mild or as wild as you like. The Hedonism Show is all about the pursuit of pleasure. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. We are Carol and David. This is The Hedonism Show. We're broadcasting live from Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica. And we have a great show for you today. So, do you ever wonder how some couples seem to be having all the fun and enjoying life to the max at home, at work, and at play, and especially on vacation? Well, on today's show, we're going to find out how you can add more pleasure to your life by exploring your needs and desires to maximize your sensual pleasure and your sexual pleasure. All right. So we're going to just take a moment to feature our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in the wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not and I got to sleep in it. If you're fed up with sleeping in the wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. 100% waterproof and leak proof and it guarantees to keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. Even if you're a massive squirter like my gorgeous wife Carol is. Just throw it down and get it on. Top waterproof blanket will protect any play space from messy massage oils, silicone lube, or any other sexy wetness. It takes away the worry so you can have more fun. And the best thing is the easy cleanup. When you're done, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking brand new. Now available in two sizes, jumbo and midsize, and two color combinations. Order yours today from Amazon. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does. All right. This is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and we're so excited to welcome today's guests. Kim and Brad Walker are Tantra teachers, speakers, passion coaches, and massage therapists. They inspire and empower people to transform their lives by finding ecstatic experiences in everyday life. Ecstatic experiences. I love it. All right, guys. Kim and Brad, we were at your workshop yesterday. Welcome to the Hedonism Show, and we are looking forward to getting some insight into great sex today. So why don't you start by uh, introducing yourselves, telling us what it is you do, and how long you've been doing this. Well, hello, Carol and Dave. This is Kim, and yes, we um, have been doing Tantra here at the Hedonism Resorts for 20 years. Oh, yes. And we love it. Uh, early 2000, we started. Uh, we've been teaching several weeks a year. We're up to eight weeks this year and seven weeks next year. We love it. The couples are awesome. Well, we were in one of your workshops yesterday, oh, yes. and we're going to be getting into more depth in the workshops later on. But tell us a little bit about what is the need for learning Tantra in our lives, the need for a healthy mind and body and soul? Well, 
first, uh, Tantra is a form of yoga, and it's all about finding joy in everything you do. Whether it's cooking a meal with your beloved. Or bigger and better orgasms. Working in the garden. Or bigger and better orgasms. Yes, yes. of course. Bigger and better <laughs> orgasms. Uh, who wants that anyway? Yeah, right. I do. I, I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tantra is also about using your sexual energy to manifest whatever new realities you want in your life. So, sex can help you with your your health, it can help you with your emotional relationship, it can help you with your personal relationships, it can make you feel personally empowered. So the better quality of sex you have and the better connection you have with your partner, the better your life will be overall. Yes, and there are five keys to bigger and better orgasms. Would y'all like to hear them? Yes, of course we do. Number one is sound. Do you make sounds during your orgasm? Oh, absolutely. Um, yes. Oh, yes. You can and double. before and after. <laughs> yes. Well, those quiet lovers that are out there, we can guarantee that if you start making more sound, you can double or triple your orgasmic oh. bliss just by making more Are you trying it now? I'm trying it sounds. now. Oh. So what is the sound oh. of pleasure? Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm. Ah. <laughs> I think we're all pretty good at making noises yeah. when we have sex, yeah. but yes. not everybody does. Some people are actually shy, right? Some people are yeah. are shy or concerned that they might sound like a I don't know a porn star. But is it is it a sound or, or is, or is it words? Like Carol, Carol's like you know, suck my clit, suck it harder, or she's fuck like my fuck cunt. my cunt. <laughs> you know, are, are those sounds that are that acceptable? Sound? Sexy <laughs> yeah. talk. L- let me tell you, the keys to sexy talk are pretty simple. Tell your partner things you want them to do to you. Tell them things you want to do to them. And then tell them all those awesome things you love about them. If you say any of those things in a sexual context, that is sexy talk and really gets them turned and on. And every yes. once in a while I get, uh, excuse me, wrong hole. <laughs> uh, yeah, that does happen. Hun, what are you doing? <laughs> redirect, redirect. <laughs> it's the lube. It's the lube. <laughs> There's a joke at the, at the nude pool here that uh, dolphin sex is when you're sitting at the swim-up bar and he comes up and uh, he's excited and go... Uh, Thinks he's going to go right in, hits the wrong hole, and she goes, With her elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Nudging him out of the way. Yeah, that's dolphin sex. I get it. (laughs) So sound is definitely a very important. It communicates with your partner what you like and what you don't like. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the but that's every time you have sex. That's not just sometimes, right? right? you got to remember that Mm -hmm. every time. So sound is number one. Number two is movement. Mm. That's kind of a no-brainer, right? Mm. It's hard to have decent sex with a dead fish. Nobody, right? And think of your best ever. The best you've ever had in your whole entire life. I'm sure there was a lot of movement probably lots of movement. And that means you on top, him on top, you behind, him behind, upside Mm -hmm. down. Around the world. Around side up. (laughs) I know the biggest turn on for me is when Carol has these, we call them crocodile, crocodile roll orgasms. And I'm trying to hold on, and she's and twisting, she's and I'm going, and I'm getting turned on, and you know, it just makes that whole experience um, so erotic. Oh yes. But the movements that we need—I mean, since we've been working out really hard with a trainer for the last two years, I have much better sex now. I can go on top, I can squat, I can do so much more for so much longer, and it's so much more pleasurable just because the movement is there. Yes. But but being Be- fit, being fit, we're just going to go sideways yes. for a second. Okay. Being fit is important to have great sex, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. 
I love yoga. But our bodies were meant to move, not to lie there or sit there in front of a TV. Our bodies were built to move. So Mm -hmm. moving during sex makes sense to, Mm -hmm. to me, for sure. And sex burns calories as well as swimming, about 500 calories every half hour. So, folks, if you want to stay lean and trim, have more sex. That's a great exercise. <laughs> I think it is. Sexercise. Our trainer sex-ercise. lives through us vicariously. He knows we're swingers, and he wants to know everything that we do sexually. Uh, the other day, we played with a single guy, and Carol did double vag. And he's like, what? You had two cocks in your pussy? And it's like... You know, we're always open to experiencing new things. We've been swingers for 12 years, and it's the first time we did it, and it was a great experience. So, you know, doing those different things, getting the heart rate up, doing, um, staying fit Absolutely. so you can do that, those sexual activities is sex. great. And last night when we had dinner, we were talking about the need for proper eating. Absolutely. Brad, Brad why don't you talk a little bit to, to, to the nutritional benefits? I will do that. Uh, One little aside on the exercise thing. In several of the Caribbean islands, if something is good for sex, they say it's good for the back. Oh. You got to keep the back in there. It's good for the back mind. Okay. That means it's good for the sex. That's right. Okay. And good nutrition is critical. Absolutely. Uh, But you guys are nutritionists, right? Right. We're both certified nutritionists and licensed massage therapists. So healthy touch and healthy eating, very important. Uh, You have to know that your energy levels reflect in your sexual satisfaction. So if you're not getting good nutrition, your sex is going to suffer. And you can make it very sensual if you're cooking together. You can yes. play with all those senses. And you can even do the oohs and ahs and then mm. Mm with food because that is a pleasure yes. as well. Eating is it certainly one of the pleasures. So we, pursuit of pleasure we were talking here. about eating well and doing sexy cooking and someone said, well, well, what if I'm making something fried and it splashes on me? And we said, fried stuff is not healthy eating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't make fried stuff. You were talking stuff. about cooking naked, but you yeah. were, yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Don't cook fried things when don't you're naked. Don't fry naked, don't fry. Don't fry. Don't I mean, fry. you know, Period. just sitting there with your partner and cutting into a fruit and the juices oh, that are coming yes. out or vegetables and then feeding each other the food, it's so erotic. Exactly. Oh, that's making preparing me wet just talking food. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Preparing food can be an erotic sensation. Sharing food can be an erotic sensation. Every trip we're here in Hito, we spend one night in a tantric dinner where all, all of our students who join us are encouraged to feed their partner and not themselves. So they're feeding each other. It's an amazing, sensual, and erotic experience. It's also a, a challenging one as far for the guys sometimes is exercising patience because yes. they don't seem to eat the same. And I think it's speed dominating, right? It's taking control. I like Absolutely. that. It's taking control of what the other person's pleasure is. You're allowing them to have the pleasure that you want them to have. That's kind of fun. We yeah, we do that, that every trip. It's sort it's of a tradition for yeah, us it's now. Okay. That's very cool. So we've got Good sound. Power play. We've got movement because for sure when you're having sex, it's the friction that makes it feel good, right? You can't Mm -hmm. have sex without movement. It doesn't work. So it's the friction of the genitals. That's really what makes you aroused. And that's why we need to have a lot of movement. And the third key is breath. So in Tantra, we call it the breath of fire. It's a a panting kind of deep from the solar plexus that oxygenates the blood. It gives you lots of instant energy for exercise, sexercise. 
and uh, it's just fabulous. So, Carol, but do you do that kind of breathing like as you start, like during foreplay? Like, foreplay. when does that breathing come into play? If I, you want to heighten the energy, mm-hmm. yeah, I use it before, and it actually helps my partner to start breathing that way too. So we both get into. So you're the panting while you're kissing. You're panting while you're fondling. Like t- yeah. while well, fondling, you yes. start slow and build. You know. Yes. <sighs> Watch their breath. Ah, deep and slow ones them. and then faster and shorter breath. And the other thing about breath is when you want to slow the energy down, slow the breath down. Breathe, Breathe through, through the through nose. The nose. Close your mouth, put your tongue against the upper palate, and slowly breathe through the nose and imagine that sexual energy coming up your spine. You will then stave off an intimate ejaculation, guys, or, uh, you know, save your ejaculation for those multiple male orgasms we'll talk about later. So, So I know when Carol and I first got together, we had monkey sex, and we were fucking everywhere and anyhow, and... When Carol was ready to come, she would hold her breath, okay? And we learned over the years that you have to breathe through an orgasm and you breathe through everything. So how has that changed your sensation when it comes to coming? Well, I got to tell you that my whole orgasmic experience changed after I met David, okay? I've never had as many or as multiple or as intense orgasms as with David. So I guess that as we learned more and more tricks and tips and tricks of the trade by interviewing everybody and reading more about it and doing that, I definitely learned techniques. And for sure, I'm so conscious of never holding my breath that I do breathe through my orgasms and it certainly helps to flow the rhythm and I can keep the rhythm and then and you also talk through your orgasms right yes right but she talks through them now she's like stay on it faster harder and that also forces you to to breathe and in in the past you know there when we play with other couples sometimes you know you're down there on a woman and you're licking her clit and you don't know if it's good or not because she's just lying there and I'm like is it okay am I doing all right and we went back to communication but communication and this uh, breathing. breathing go hand in oh, hand yes. you know just tell me what you like because it might feel good me licking your clit for the first five minutes but 25 minutes later I'm still licking it and you're like falling asleep yeah. tell me what you like yeah. every woman's different right absolutely yeah. So the breathing gives, uh, I guess, is a form of communication, too, because when you're breathing properly and rhythmically and you're getting into it, and, and of course, the sounds can come from breathing. Mm-hmm. Yes. The heavy breathing s- makes sound itself. We also know if you, from studies that if you sync your breathing, you sync your brainwave activities. Sync your breathing with your partner? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, your brainwave activities start to synchronize, uh-huh. too. So do you guys tr- like try consciously try to do that? Oh, so yes. you're aware of the, each other's breathing, mm-hmm. so you'll... That's why you start slowly and you get into it. Yeah, and then yeah, as yeah. one picks up, the other one picks up too. Is that kind of how oh, you do it? Yes. Wow, that makes That's a lot wonderful. of sense. So now the fourth one, the fourth key that we're going to talk about is? Yeah, the fourth key is intention. Mm-hmm. If you have the philosophy of life that your thoughts help create your reality, what if you empower those thoughts with your powerful sexual energy? Do you think the outcome would be better? So the intention is something that you think about. Right. If you're wanting better communication. It's the why you want to be doing something, Mm -hmm. right? More intimacy, more connection. And you can have sex about anything. So you want world peace. You want better connection with your teenager or your lover. So you have sex with your partner so you can have better communication with other people. Yeah. If that's your intention. Right. So you focus on a thought. It could be for something material. It could be for personal or it could be for business. So you're having sex with your partner to connect your brain waves kind of together and ask for this something together. You put it out into the universe Absolutely. and hope that it's going to come back to you. Yes. And yes. you're going to 
work together to make that happen. And of by course. creating this energy force together, right? This sexual energy force is what's going to make this. Hold on, hold on, happen. hold on. I'm doing it. What are you thinking about, honey? I'm putting it out in there into the universe. But if you don't share it with me, I won't know what your intention is. That's okay. I'll share it with you a little bit later. <laughs> now I'm just putting it out there. We can't fuck right now. And maybe it's not you that I'm thinking about. Oh, that's okay. I'm putting it out there. That's all right. Maybe it's a little redhead. That could be. <laughs> and that's all good, too. <laughs> Kim's a redhead, by the way. She's sitting right in front of him. <laughs> oh, wow. That's why we're laughing. It's not an inside joke, but it's kind of an inside joke. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the intention is something that you both discuss. Right. Where, at what point do you create this intention and then have the sex for it? What, at what point? Before. So Before. you're getting frisky in bed. You wake up, you roll over. He's got a heart on and he says, well, hang on. Let's, let's think what our intention's going to be. <laughs> like, Just explain to me how this thing works. Before, be in the foreplay, you just talk about yeah. or during the day whenever you're thinking, oh, well, we... We're looking at we want to do this, you know, maybe today or have this in our future. Then the next time we get together for sex, we'll say, oh, right. Let's yes, not forget about that. Well, we're creating energy together. Let's create I'll give that. you a perfect example. Yeah, 20 years ago, we wanted to have erotic adult vacations affordably. And uh, Kim came to me and she said, I want to I go wanna to this. I want to go to hedonism. And I said, well, it's not in our budget this year. I, you know, there were so many things, a fence, a roof, uh, so many other things that we needed, a new car. And I told him, wait a second, they're giving away a trip at this club. And we practice Tantra. Us. And I said, since we practice Tantra, won't we set an intention in our sex play and win that trip? And he said, he got this big smile on his face and a gleam in his eye. And he's like, can we do that three times a day? It's going to take that. There was like one in 600 chance of winning this trip. Uh, it was a draw. how long did you have? Three weeks away? Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Two weeks, so three, three times, times a day. Three times a day. We won in a one in 600 chance. And we did it again the, the following year. year. And you won again? And yes. when we came to Hito, we saw some yoga instructors and water aerobics instructors that were coming like, here on a regular basis. So we well, contacted the Well, I'm a yoga instructor. So so I came the third year as a yoga instructor, but when I got here, we said, we're going to teach Tantra yoga. And they said, well, what's that? And I said, don't worry about it. Your guests will love it. That was 20 years ago. After that first session, the whole resort was buzzing. Management called us in and said, oh my gosh, this is the most positive response we've ever had in hedonism history. Can you come back once a month? Wow. And yes. I said, Darn. I've got school-age kids. But come twice over the a year. years, yeah, over the years we've increased that, and yeah. so we use tantric sex to build a business model that allowed us these wonderful vacations wow. for a lifetime. So wow! It's just so that's been wonderful. the intention and the energy that's required that right. you that it's part. We've of done the same for new four. houses, new cars, uh, a new. Wait, wait! Uh, did you win a new house? No, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't win one, but we found the perfect. Okay, yes. got it, got it, got it. Okay, and at the right price. Oh, yes. That's the most important yes. thing. All right, let's move on to key number five. Yes, number five is being in present moment. If you're thinking about the past, you're missing out on the joy of right now. If you're uh, thinking about the to-do list, you're still missing out on the joy of right now. So just so I can get that real clear, this is about getting rid of brain traffic. Yes. This is about being here and now and not worrying about what I have to do or what I didn't do. It's about who you're right with right now. now. We call it stilling the monkey mind. 
Well, okay. yes. <laughs> gotta, stop those little uh, <laughs> hamsters turning in the brain. That's exactly. one of my issues. But, you know, I'm getting quite good at that. I mean, certainly here at Hito, I relaxed this morning. It was so awesome. Like, that was one of the things I was focusing on, not thinking about anything else except exactly what he was doing to my clip. Only that. That was all that was in my mind. Didn't take long. But we saw that yesterday in the workshop when you, when Kim was guiding all the women to masturbate and squirt. I saw your eyes darting around the room because when we're at home and you're masturbating, you're just focused on your clit, on your tits, playing with your nipples, and you weren't there, so well, you weren't in the moment. Well, distracting in a group. Right. Not yeah. everybody yes. is comfortable in a group, and I'm not saying that I'm uncomfortable in a group, but I don't usually masturbate in front of a group, and it was actually my very first time and doing oh, that. Wow. So, Congratulations. Um, I ended up working out. It took me a little while to focus in. And you squirted. And, and in the end, I did it. But that's why you're saying it's so important to focus, right? That's mm-hmm. the whole thing about being present. And this morning when I was going down on you, you were looking at the mirror on the ceiling and focusing on my ass. Yeah. I saw that. I was looking at your eyes yeah. and you were looking up yeah. there on my ass because you couldn't see my tongue <laughs> right. on your clit yeah. and it but got you turned on. I was only thinking about the pleasure. Moment. What was going on yes. right then. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. also, uh, I'm very goal oriented and I have to train myself to be in present moment. So I will ask myself, how much joy am I willing to allow myself to experience right now? And I've shortened it to the words, joy now so anytime I think or say the words joy now it brings me into present moment oh I like so that Kim is, a, Kim is a trained hypnotist so she uses these techniques and actually embeds those trigger words in our students so that they can use joy now as an anchor to bring them back into present I moment. like that that's mm-hmm. certainly we have a friend whose name is joy that's gonna work to get a double blammo here yeah, we can have joy now now <laughs> and joy now and yes. joy now and joy now <laughs> yes I like that. That's a very good point. I like that a lot. So just review those five points one more time. Sound, movement, breath, intention, and being in present moment. That sounds wonderful. So this is the Hedonism Show. We are Carol and David, and we are here with Kim and Brad from TantricHearts.com. And we're not going to be gone for long, but we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. We're really not going anywhere. We're just going to read a commercial all about hedonism. We're going to invite everybody to join us as we broadcast live from the world's most iconic adult playground here at Hedonism 2 on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, December 14th to 27th for the inaugural Hedo Repeat Offenders Reunion Days. As Hito celebrates your loyalty with the lowest rates of the year, starting at 149 per person per night, whether you've been here three times or 15 times or more, or you want to try it out for the very first time, this is the time to go and save. So meet up with old friends and make lots of new friends. We'll be there too. That's Hedonism 2 Resorts in Jamaica. Head to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, for more information about this and other events. All right. This is the Hedonism Show, not the Sexy Lifestyle Show with Carol and David. This is the Hedonism Show with Carol and David, which we're going to be doing the last Friday of every month. And we're talking with Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts all about the pursuit of pleasure. And we are here, of course, at Hedonism, recording these shows. And we are so happy to have our beautiful guests with us. And we're going to continue our discussion about those five keys that you talked about in Tantra, but we're going to talk a little bit more detail about the kinds of uh, courses that you give, like the workshop we had yesterday about female ejaculation. We're going to learn more about how you teach Tantric philosophy that's directly applied to sexual pleasure. So I know we talked about your first one, which is a Drive You Wild with Desire. Can you get into some of those details about how all that juiciness happens? Yes, the Drive You Wild with Desire is a, a sensory play. It's a blindfolded 
adventure where you go through each sense one at a time. Sound, then smell, then taste, then touch. And we use silks, furs, feathers, aromas, chocolates, and it ends with a sensual explosion. I love the sensual explosion. And we call it play shops, not oh. workshops. Oh, now, you you're, now, now you guys are educators and you do classes, but for our listeners out there who are listening, um, who want to add some spice to their sex life, just quickly how could somebody or a couple do something like that simply at home oh absolutely that's that's the that's an easy one uh, the tantric um, drive you wild ritual guys if you want to do this for your ladies let me let me outline how you would do it come home Draw a nice warm bath for her put some essential oils in it bring some plants into the bedroom throw a red towel or sheet over the lampshade don't start a fire but cast a nice pink glow in the room do something different spray your favorite cologne or her favorite of your colognes around the room so it excites her give her a nice warm bath and then carry her into the bed tease her with some massage blindfold her and then without touching her anymore tease one sense at a time whisper into one ear and then the other tell her sweet nothing sing to her or not (laughs) depending (laughs) on your voice but you know coo make those sexy sounds you make when you're having an orgasm because that like like that uh pavlov's dog story you know where he rang the bell and the dogs would salivate and all because he threw a steak at him and then later he could just ring the bell and they would salivate automatically without the steak well we can train our partners to our sounds so our, our yummy sounds so right? so what i'm getting here is this has all started he has not shoved his cock in her mouth or his fingers in her pussy or grabbed her tits. No. This is not about getting to those parts. This is about creating the environment and the experience to what might happen a little bit later. Right. It's a great heart-to-heart connection. For instance, Brad has trained me, like if I'm, you know, cleaning around the kitchen or doing something, he'll come up behind me and he has a growl whenever he has sex. So if I hear that in another place then it brings me to that point where we're having a great time so you're in salivating bed. is what you're yes, saying. Yes, I'm salivating. I'm getting <laughs> wet. You're salivating <laughs> yes. already. She's getting juicy for I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, one of the things that I know happens in a busy life is that we don't always have time for that, you know, where you're just taking a bath and, and hanging out and doing this tantra type stuff. But just tell us how important it is to put that time aside. It's so important for the health of your relationship and the health of your own body that we need this in our lives. You have to set your priorities and your values. Do you value your relationship? Then you would put energy into it. We know good sex and orgasms, though your sexual connection doesn't have to have orgasm as the end goal. We know that's a very uh, beneficial thing spiritually, emotionally, and physically it improves your health because it reduces stress it's improves your connection with your partner because it's hard to have frequent sex without frequent communication yes you know? absolutely I mean, some of us fall into a rut where we don't communicate and we just go into uh automatic mode mm-hmm. and, uh, more I, habitual sex yeah, than yeah than passionate sex right so, so this drive 
this drive you wild is not really about sex. It's about sensuality and connection, right? That's where you're Eroticism. saying the heart to heart. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that if you invite, that, that could be it's an a great in, foreplay. It could be an invitation <laughs> for sex after, or you could just end it there and both cuddle and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have sex after this wonderful drive. Imagine if you do that before you go to sleep with her, how connected she wakes up yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely or what if you started the day like that you went mm-hmm. off and knew something was going to be continued when you got home mm-hmm. how, how great your day would be yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and you know you can always do smaller versions of that if you don't have an hour to spare you can still do some of those things for 10 minutes and it absolutely. still adds to your connection i think unfortunately uh years ago an interview with sting about tantra gave many people the idea that tantra was strictly about marathon sex or withholding your ejaculation for long periods those are two extreme expressions of tantra but it's not what tantra is all about so having regular connected beautiful contact with your lover is really that's what Tantra is all about. All right, terrific. next. Happy so Clit and G-Spot. Mm. Yes, that's a good one. <laughs> that it, Like I heard Carol say uh, last night, it's not about the, it's not a, the, an elevator button. You right. don't keep slamming it. It's a doorbell. So we want to touch it correctly and gently and lovingly. So there are a lot of wonderful exercises we introduce that class is not just about the G-spot. I mean, just about the clit, also about the G-spot. Yes, it's a healing and pleasuring ritual that we go through in the Happy Clit and G-spot class. And you teach a lot about anatomy, and some people don't even realize the anatomy of the clitters. And we talked mm-hmm. about that yesterday, that only recently in the last decade has it been really well understood how right. big the clitoris is. So go ahead and explain to our audience about the clitoris, the anatomy. Yeah, the clitoris is actually more than just that little nub that you see on the outside. It actually extends into the body about three or four inches and it bifurcates splits into two legs and now recently they've just found that there's even more legs Legs and arms (laughs) (laughs) so they're learning a lot more about the clitoris I have to exercise my tongue a little bit more to be have more reach if I have to get the arms, the legs, and the. <laughs> well, I guess now Internally. people can understand that this grinding sensation that they do on their partner is because they're touching different parts of the clitoris, not just the head of the clitoris or the glands, which is what we see, and that it makes sense that grinding feels good and even when you're rubbing inside and palpitating you're actually reaching the clit from the internal area and that's why that's why you like that's why you like getting on top in the cowgirl or reverse cowgirl and I use your cock as a dildo absolutely I I, I do it for me no and you're (laughs) always you're always in a different position moving around because there's so much area to stimulate now we see the the glands or the head of the clitoris swell a little bit but it also unbends it it straightens out so it's kind of bent like a knee facing down. So it straightens out and pull, when it gets pulls, engorged. The, pulls the clitoral hood back. It gets engorged. How does it get engorged? It has erectile tissue in it, just like his penis. So when you stimulate it and it swells, it swells because it's getting erect, just like and you it, guys. And it's swelling inside as well, yes. which is why we don't see it, but we do feel it, right? It does I'm, feel I'm more full. hard right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we can talk about the clit like this, and it's like news to a lot of people, and I'm 
I'm so happy to share that news. I remember when I learned about it, I was flabbergasted, to say the least. Here's a sexy little tip. If your lady is right-handed, very likely when she was playing as an adolescent, she naturally paid a little more attention. She's reaching with her right hand to the right side of her clitoris and labia a little more than the left side because it'd be awkward to, you know, reach from the left with the right hand. So the brain-body connections that are developed, the neural connections, are a little stronger on her right side than her left. And that guys, is so when you're facing her, your Looking. left is her right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep that in mind. So you want to spend a little more time on that right oh, side? Man, I have Which a bit of, I have dyslexia, so. <laughs> but, and your and your left hand. Can I use a marker? <laughs> left I and rub right. Rub here with a little <laughs> diagram and an arrow. That'll help. But we we learned years ago from Dr. Jessica O'Reilly that when you're starting foreplay and arousal, it is so important, always using good lube, to forget about the head of the clit and massage the inner thighs and up the labia and through the lips, not even touching the clit, and just get the whole area aroused and engorged and get the blood and everything down there before you go to the clit. Absolutely. And once you get to that button, It'll be so engorged and aroused that it won't take that much time for the orgasm to come. Whereas, you know, in the past before we learned that, it was like, okay, I'm going to lick your clit and hopefully you're going to come. And all it did was get desensitized, right? And sore a little bit. You want to play with all of the vulva. It's like a rosebud. If you try to peel that rosebud apart to make it bloom, it's not going to look very pretty. If you allow it to blossom, then it's gorgeous. So playing with the outside of the, the vulva before you actually go for the clitoris and inside. And, and more to your point about uh, massaging all that area, the yoni massage or the, the uh, genital massage for women, they have erectile tissue also in the pubic mons, that big mound right above the pubic bone. And so massaging all in there and around the labia and even the thighs uh, toward the all of that builds more fluid and makes her much more puffy. So David was a very good student of yours yesterday, Brad, because this morning, that's exactly what he told me, what he learned, and he practiced it this morning. See, look, he's smiling. We love learning. Yes. (laughs) And it's a much larger area now to massage, so it adds even more sensation from, you called it the belly button down to the thighs, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And and Carol was just lying there, and it just added more and more. I was watching from the the mirror in the ceiling what he was doing, and it was just a different point of view as well, and it was just really a lot of fun. Yeah, we love learning, so that's just great for us. Now, just let's get a little touch on the G-Spot. Explain a little bit about the G-Spot as you train it in your ritual class. Well, the G-Spot is not actually a spot that is just stagnant. It is an area that is sensitive on that erectile tissue on the roof of the vagina. And some people talk about, oh, it's the elusive G-spot. Well, yeah, it is because it can change. That sensitivity inside the vagina can change. And it's not really a spot, but it's an area of neurons, area. right, and right. That, uh, that are sensitive. And what I liked yesterday about your masturbation um, guide was to feel the valleys inside. So the G-spot is in the center like the roof of your mouth, but the valleys 
Dollies are more like where your, your teeth would be if it was yeah. a mouth. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed touching those areas and not really realizing how deep those valleys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you were saying maybe one side is more sensitive than the other side. And that's what you were alluding to with your yeah, feeling sensitivity. So we the teach they sensitivity. explore with circular movements and tapping and windshield wiper and all kinds of different touches bury your pressure watch your partner's eyes communicate with your partner about what you're feeling and that becomes an awesome ritual not just for pleasure but also for healing because we store a lot of issues in our tissues and many women have undergone some trauma whether it's a a, a vaginal or urogenital disorder or condition that's temporary or it could have been uh, inconsiderate lover inconsiderate Mm -hmm. lover or uh, miscarriage or you know so many things can traumatize those tissues and as their partner you can help to facilitate them to heal themselves and become more fully sexual by doing these rituals and does he um would he by helping also be touching that area or is it a masturbation healing he would it can be both both. okay yes you can do it for yourself or your partner can do it for you wow wow Or or with you yeah now, one of your courses is called Snake Charming. Hmm. Yes. What possibly no could that ma- be? No reptiles or harm. <laughs> no. He has his snake with him all the time. Yeah. Lady she has the charm. <laughs> and we bring I can't help but touch it now. <laughs> we bring lots of great lube. And uh, we sh- share about 16 little tricks and tips. And I call them chokes and holds and bendy things that help with her, her to do with her hands on his cock. That can be combined with the mouth, of course, or mouths, <laughs> <laughs> to bring him ecstatic pleasure. I think it's empowering for the female to actually even know all those techniques. So she has a toolbox of techniques to be able to do to help him have multiple male orgasms. Maybe you'll have to give us a private lesson later. (laughs) (laughs) The other aspect of that class is helping the guys to differentiate between their orgasm and their ejaculation Mm. because it's easy to have an orgasm before an ejaculation it's a little more difficult though not impossible to have one after an ejaculation so we want to have as many orgasms as we can those occur between the ears before we have that ejaculation which happens down there in the cowper's gland and the the seminal vesicles and all and the muscles of the the male's urogenital area so we're not um resigned to just you know that two seconds of um, they ride that wave and it's like two over minutes. the top two minutes and then they're comatose. <laughs> sure. They can ride two that minutes, wave, sure. have a full body orgasm without an ejaculation, now, ride the, the wave again. One of my pet peeves in porn, and I'm not a big advocate of porn because yeah. we know it's staged and it's oh, production. Yes. We know that really. But one of the things I really don't like about porn is when I see him grab her head and then he's now fucking her mouth. And to me, that's not pleasurable for the girl. And I can't even watch that thinking she's enjoying it. And it's porn, and I know she's probably not. It's not about that. But when someone's giving head and paying attention to your beautiful cock and is honoring your member, it's not about you shoving your cock down my throat. It's no. about me loving your Worshiping cock. Worshipping it. Worshiping yes. it. And that's a huge difference in lovemaking or having wonderful sex as opposed to what we see on screen during porn when he's fucking her mouth. Yeah, he's and that's And that's why we've started enjoying that femme porn a little bit more because it's more female-centric and not about the guy, but about the girl and her pleasure. Yes, Mm -hmm. and I actually have wonderful pleasure 
giving head to David. I love sucking cock. And but if sometimes you two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> that always is a little interesting. But um, yeah, I love doing it. So I always say it's for my pleasure. And if you're enjoying it too, good for you. But this is all about me at the moment. And so that way I get to control what I do and how I do it. And for as long as I want to do it. And I think that's a better approach. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure all your techniques then would empower more the person giving it and how they're I guess using that toolbox, like you said, to, um, I don't know, make him feel good, but also make yourself feel good. We also share with the ladies the anatomy of the penis and the, and the balls and where all these acupleasure points are, you know, the frenulum, the, the perineal pressure point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using the acupressure points. Mm-hmm. And Prostate massage, all of the tips and tricks, how to change your pressure, your grip to change your pressure, change your speed, watch his eyes, talk to him, find out what mm-hmm. it is that's pleasuring him most. Yeah, great. So that's uh, the snake charming um, thing. The next one, which of course is the one that we joined in yesterday, which is the gushing goddess female ejaculation, which, I mean, so many women think they can't do it. Right. They think they can't, but I, I understand that every woman can if she wants. And one of the things that I learned yesterday, which I loved the way you explained it, because I have had children, I have um, breastfed children, and you said it's like letting down of the milk. You have to let it down. It's, it's a release in your brain that lets it down to come out. And that's kind of what you teach the women, how to let it out. It's not yes. that they can't make it. It's going to be the, the squirt is being made inside the body as they get aroused. But how do you let it out is more like right. what your course is all about. Right. Relax and push. Yeah. 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 If they don't let it out, it can go retrograde into the bladder and then they'll tell their partner, oh, I got to pee, I got to pee, and right. jump up and go to the restroom. Right, right. They eliminate so all that female ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> but when Carol first started squirting, it was so much in her head about being comfortable letting go. Absolutely. Releasing. Well, because it's a mess, not because I didn't want to let go. It just makes a huge mess. It does, and that's why we developed our top waterproof blanket, because I love when she squirts. I love swallowing it and drinking it. But she wouldn't be comfortable squirting on our bed because I got to do the laundry. What's it going to do to the pillow? Is it going to get into the mattress? And our, our top waterproof blanket now takes that um, that worry m- away. Worry away. Yeah. And she squirts everywhere now. I mean, sometimes she just takes my cock and taps it on her clit and she just gushes. But a lot of it has to do with being able to, like you said yesterday, Brad, release up in the head. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I can't wait to try your blanket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. We, we, we highly recommend that people use, uh, you know, some kind of a protective pad or something when they play and that it's uh, welcome the flu, the flow, right. welcome the fluid because it is a gift of the goddess. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's very empowering for the guy to, to uh, witness it, to experience it, to drink it. It's, it's anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep saying to David when we first started, is that you're doing it, not me. Like, I don't, I'm not doing anything. You're making this thing happen, whatever it is, because we didn't know what it was at first, right? Ten years ago, we said, what, I have no idea what it is. He says, it's hot. It's not pee. Believe me, it's not pee. I said, okay, turns whatever. me on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm fucking Carol and she squirts almost in a minute, I will come because I know that when she squirted, she's turned on and she's aroused and everything is culminating and coming together. Mm-hmm. Oh. Even though squirt isn't the lubricant, right? right. right. But well, at first it's some wetness and then it's... It's the know, heat, right? You yeah. feel the heat. It's like sometimes she gives me a blowjob after she drinks a cup of coffee. So she takes a gulp of her coffee and puts her hot mouth on my cock. Oh, and it yeah. feels very similar to that, that difference in temperature. Oh, yes. When, sh- when Kim gushes and those warm juices just wash over my face or my balls, yeah. right. it's just... <laughs> Mm. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it is absolutely fabulous. is. Mm-hmm. 
And when you have an orgasm with that ejaculation, oh my gosh, it is the best ever. Absolutely. And Kim tells me, what, what is it you feel like going into a coma like the guys yep, do? Yeah, just like the guys. <laughs> I know what y'all feel like now because I want to go to sleep. That fluid is very different. It's been assayed, chemically assayed. It's it's not urine. It's a very different fluid. Mm-hmm. And Similar to the prostate fluid. I think ab- that's what you were saying ab- yesterday. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it, of course, like he said, it's much more... Uh, uh, water-like it's it dries quickly it's It's astringent so it dries really quickly it's a great way to play yay cool all right we're going to take a quick break we're going to remind everyone that uh, we're Carol and David we're doing the Hedonism show here at Hedonism 2 in Jamaica on the Grove Beach we're having a great chat with Kim and Brad from TantricHearts.com and when we come back we're going to get into continuing talking about their courses uh, dance tees and then Kama Sutra sexual positions and then we'll get into our favorite segment called Great Sex Matters so stay tuned we'll be right back Again, you know, we're really not going anywhere. Just talking about Hito, it is probably um, our favorite place to go. It's the world's most iconic adult playground. It's Hedonism 2 in the Grill, Jamaica. We're going to be there December 14th to 27th for the inaugural Repeat Offenders Reunion Days. And Repeat Offenders is people who've been there before. It's the uh, it's going to be a great time to be at Hito in December. And as Hito celebrates your loyalty with the lowest rates of the year. Incredible rates. Starting at 100 $149 per person per night whether you've been there three times or 15 times or you want to try it out for the very first time this is the time to go and save you can meet up with old friends or make lots of new friends we're going to be there too you can be friends with us <laughs> we love course. making new friends and that's Hedonism 2 Resort in Jamaica head to our website thesexylifestyle.com for more information about this and other events absolutely do we mention that we're going to be there mm-hmm. in December mm-hmm. love it Darn. we're also going to be there in August and we were just there in July. We love Hito. And what about March? March. We're going back <laughs> with Young Swingers in March. Full takeover. So just check out our website. Everything's there. Welcome back. This is the Hedonism Show with Carol and David. And we're having a great chat with Kim and Brad from TantricHearts.com. And now it's time for our favorite part of the show we're gonna, where we're going to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. So in our last segment, we were going over all the wonderful courses that you guys give here at the resort as well as in your practice in Houston, the Houston area. You talk all about these different courses. And the one that we're going to be doing today, which I'm looking forward to, is the dance tease. Yes. That's where the ladies get to dance for their men. And vice versa, if that's what they want to do, right? I'm not dancing. (laughs) (laughs) So So tell us all about that. So in the dance tease class, what I'll do is I'll teach the ladies a floor, a chair, and a pole routine while the guys are out with Brad and um, telling jokes and... Having, having having drinks and telling jokes and waiting patiently to be experimented Teased. on. Yes. yes, and then we bring the guys in and we do our routine for them and we have some um, great, um, well, some whipped cream with triple sec in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have a great finale where we do the whipped cream blowjobs. Yes. Oh, awesome. So it's mostly about sensual and erotic movement that you're teaching the ladies how to feel sexy so they can get that energy and share that with their partner. Right. Whether they go out and do social dancing or not, 
uh, many women feel like moving in a sexy way for their in front of their partner is you know like a lap dance or whatever is something they're they're not comfortable with so getting them comfortable with their own body and their and their sensual movements teaching them some little uh, styling techniques that get the guy's eyes in the right spot you know all of that makes them feel more empowered and surely turns their guys on yeah for sure attention yeah well I know that I have a hard time even when we dance David's always laughing at me dancing I still dance I don't care but he always laughs at me dancing no I do not laugh at you because I am the worst dancer in the world <laughs> but we still do it anyway so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to doing those mm-hmm. movements with you later today mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can do anything on a dance pole I never ever have tried that before so oh boy we'll a get new a, experience yeah we'll oh, get to try that but you it. also have new muscles from working out yes. with Henry we have to shout out to Henry our trainer right. and uh, Carol's been doing an amazing job so I'm looking forward to seeing okay. you naked on the pole okay yeah. We'll so Brad and I um, have done West Coast Swing, some competitions with that, and I, I was on a dance team called Dansation. We would do exhibition in between the competitions. Yeah, yeah so we'll wow, very teach cool. Some really sexy stuff. Yay, mm-hmm. that sounds great. And the last course that you teach here is the Kama Sutra Sexual Positions. So everybody wants to know what is Kama Sutra. How how was that? Well, the Kama Sutra is often called the Bible of Tantra. It is a collection, like the Bible, it's a collection of various works, Vedic texts from about 2,500 years ago, and it's well illustrated with about 252 sexual positions. Uh-huh. That's a lot. what we do is show you how to get in and out of the positions without well, falling out. Well, about 20 of them, well, because we, can't, okay, okay. we don't have time in the hour to cover all 252, and some of them uh, were also... Um, to get that number, they showed Had positions a with a daka or a dakini, which is swinging. It's Three almost. It's, oh. a, okay. It's, okay. it's a third or a fourth party who helps hold sacred space or helps move energy or maybe touch and jostle some juicy bits and things uh-huh, like that to help out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the Kama Sutra. Yeah. That so sh- it's like a dance, going through the different positions without falling out falling off the bed or getting a toe in the eye. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Looking forward to it. What about if you have high heels on in bed? Mm. Oh yeah. You You have to work around that. Okay. (laughs) Not on the water bed. Well I guess not. No absolutely not. Well I'm looking forward to that one. That's tomorrow right? Yes. Yes, That's going to be amazing. Now one of the most important things that we want to learn about having great sex is how that connection in our partner affects our lives we have a great partner connection we have lots of energy with our partner and how that can improve our personal and our business health uh, one thing about that Kama Sutra class was and no no it, it, it adds a connection we also offer uh, or we train the guys on a connected foreplay we call a lover's stretch so oh. you were talking about connection oh. just then and one of the real great ways to connect with your partner is extending that foreplay a little bit it doesn't need to just be as as uh, uh, David mentioned earlier just piddling the clit for 20 minutes and hoping that she gets aroused so being able to massage your partner and stretch her so she can open her hips up so you can get in there mm-hmm Sex is an exercise. That's part of the the Kama Sutra. That's part of the Kama Sutra class is showing you how to get more intimately connected before sex play. Well, I guess stretching is good for every exercise, and so why not do it before sex? And who wants to have a sex injury, right? Right. (laughs) Sex exercise. Yeah. (laughs) 
at the very least, sex should be a decent aerobic exercise and at the best, sublimely spiritual and wonderful connection with your partner. So anytime you want to be stretched out and warmed up for it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things that we know helps when we have great sex is that we feel that connection with our partner. But that extends outside the bedroom. When we have a really loving healthy relationship with our partner we feel it in our personal life and we feel it in our work life and our work health so how does this empowerment that you're teaching in the classroom extend outside the bedroom so this you can manifest positive realities and you can use the energy from the air from the sun from the earth from the foods you eat and from your relationship and you use that energy and your orgasmic energy to manifest the positive realities and that helps you in your personal and your business life. Absolutely. And any time that you need to get something yeah. done and thinking about it and worrying about it, if it's a t- too big a task, you can break it down and feel that you have a partner maybe that's going to be supportive, mm-hmm. that you're going to feel a connection, be empowered to do it because you can. Mm-hmm. Encouraging your partner to feel more, to, to connect more. So when we have a wonderful relationship with our partner and we, we feel healthy, that's because we've been having great sex and perhaps it's because the orgasms somehow, we touched on it earlier, are actually good for us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Tantra teaches you to have better sex and with better sex comes bigger and better orgasms. Right. right? And the pursuit of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And All the different know, types of pleasure. You know the benefits of orgasm, right? Yes. It, it's better for your communication. It's better for your health. It's better for... It's a stress reliever. Oh, for sure. And stress kills. So if we can knock a couple orgasms off every day, then we can keep our stress down. It's better than that apple a day, I can tell you. (laughs) Because of all the... the endorphins oh, and the yeah. hormones that are released during right. sex that is that's what gives us the pleasure that's what's being sent to our brain and we're mm-hmm. feeling good is all those nice sensations right. are coming out of those endorphins I know I know as our couple that when we have great sex and Carol has the ability to let go get rid of the busyness in her life not only does she you see it in her body posture that she feels good and she's relaxed but she sleeps better. And it's, it's like this circle, right? If you don't sleep well, you're stressed. If you're stressed, you can't have good sex. If you can't have good sex, you're stressed. You can't sleep well and you get sick, right? You, you get ill. And when we have great sex, and it, we don't have great sex all the time. Life gets in the way. We have six kids. We have a business. We have all that stuff. And when we do that job of putting time aside, we were talking about it before, and, and it's hard to put time aside with life and how busy it is and social media where you got to be on all the time. Life is good. We're happy. We eat better. When you're stressed, you eat crap. You don't sleep well. So, you know, this circle of living happy, 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 happy healthy, and horny, which we talk about all the time, is so true because you can't do one without the other. The three are, are all go together. And that kind of sounds a whole lot like your tantric, uh, holistic approach to Absolutely. being healthy. We like to share what the differences between men the, and women. The main difference between the way men and women approach sex. Men, women want men to hold them. They are very heart-centered and connected. If you don't approach her from the heart space first then you're not going to get as good a response from her sexual connection because you haven't 
invested in the bond first. The main difference is women want men to hold them and men want women to hold it. Okay? Yes. So the example I give is when Kim wants to give me an erotic massage. If she starts and ends with my penis, then I know all is well in the world. Because whatever she does in between is going to be wonderful because she's a trained massage therapist. But it's extra wonderful for me because I am confident that she's going to come back and end with my awesome button. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll have a happy ending massage. That's good. (laughs) And I like it whenever he starts at my feet or the hands and works in. Yeah. You don't want to approach your woman for a sensual massage and go right for the nipples and the clit. That's a big turnoff for most women. You've got to work. You've got to earn it. I start. I start on Carol's back. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not even yes. on the front. On the back. Excellent work my job. way down to her buttocks and her legs well, and that's her That's a thighs. lovely buttocks. It is. She has a gorgeous <laughs> Thank ass. Thank you. And then turn her over and don't go right for her tits. You go for her thighs and you work your way in and and it it, it teases her right mm-hmm. and she's like okay I want you and it's like no just relax we're gonna take our time here sometimes Carol wants to go wham bam thank you man and thank you man and she's more of the male than I am in the relationship I am the romantic who wants to go slow but we we work at each other to time it and to slow it down or to speed it up for whatever's better for either one of us but that sensual massage just gets everything melting and flowing and the arousal. And it really gets you in the mood. That's one of the most important things is because when I am so stressed because of life and business or whatever happening, that he knows how to calm me down, that will maybe invite us to be having sex right mm-hmm. after that. But I need that calming moment before I can't just jump into sex just like that. And Women the arousal love part. that that focused attention. That is what women really want, is that focused attention. And what men want from their women, they want their women to be radiant. Mm. They love that mm-hmm. energy, that mm-hmm. orgasmic energy. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I know, when we, when we talk to some people who haven't, don't have a great sex life, let's just say, and one of the things that they're not having a great sex life is because they are not having sex very often. The minute that he feels a little frisky and he reaches out to give a signal that, hey, I'm feeling frisky, maybe we can have sex, the first thing he does is he grabs her tip. And they're like, don't do that. If you want to get your wife's attention, start rubbing her shoulders. Kiss mm-hmm. her. Kiss her neck. Hug her. Don't just reach, oh, honey, how are you? Uh, you feel like having sex right now and grabbing the tip. Don't do that. That doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> it's a turn off. So you oh. don't like it if I just bent you over and slid it in your ass? It doesn't work that way. No. Uh-huh. No. Jeez, no. Darn. I gotta no. change my Would you mind. want her to just bend you over and Anytime. take a dildo and slide it in your ass without any foreplay or touching it uh, or I don't saying think so. anything? No. no, I don't think no. So. no. No. Put the the shoes on the other foot. Oh, we always do. We always (laughs) do. But it's just some advice that I know that so many guys out there are just like, they don't know that touch the arm first, touch the face first, touch the even a hug. What did you read, David, that people need 13 hugs a day? Yeah. And they should last for 20 seconds. 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. yes. You read the same article. Yes. And it's important that people don't even realize that. So simple. So simple. Yeah. 20 hugs a day is important. hugs. So we're now on to final advice, which is great. We're at the Mm -hmm. end of our show, which we could probably go on for hours and we'll have you guys back. But what would you say would be the top two things that a couple could do tonight 
if they wanted to get started on improving their sex and multiple orgasms I'm sure, or amazing I'm sure orgasms. Kim and Brad might have even more than two, but we'll, we'll try and limit it to two to three. Yes, we want everybody to be uh, more alive with abundance, love, intimacy, vitality, and empowerment. And one of the things that they could do is to share a fantasy. What is it that they, they want done to them, or what do you want to do to them? So take the time tonight. Ask your partner for 10 or 15 minutes, and... You take the first seven and share a fantasy with them and then ask them to share a fantasy with you. Now, don't have expectations that because they share that fantasy that it's expected to be made to happen because it might be something real extreme and you haven't talked about whether or not you want to go there, but just the thought of this erotic fantasy is enough to really excite both of you and get your juices flowing and get you talking more about sex so because that's a big key to better connection. Kim, do you have a fantasy? Hmm, I have lots oh, of fantasies. Ha- I'll, I'll tell you one she had that uh, a few years back that I made happen easily. Are you she talking said about the I, you, she wanted to be covered in lube. Go ahead. Yes, tell yes. I wanted to have lube all over my body and just do like a, an adult slip and slide. And so Brad came up with. I a, found Nuru online, which is a uh, a ma- uh, an inflatable mattress and a gel. And then I went online, did a little more research, and found out how to make this glycerin lube gel myself, and uh, bought a inflatable mattress and uh, put it in a child's swimming pool so it would have bumpers so you wouldn't slide off and just heated up a gallon of this homemade vegetable based edible lubricant that's just kind of like looks like looks and feels like male pre-cum all over each other it is Uh, amazing and you can get four or more couples on this heavy duty mattress i mean four or more people two couples at least and just roll around and have the best time ever it's great for blowjobs too (laughs) and the second tip If you want to intimately understand what pleasures your partner, ladies, get a pencil and paper. Guys, get a pencil and paper. Now do this one at a time and masturbate for your partner while your partner takes notes. That is great advice. Yeah, I'm suggesting that you actually don't masturbate for your partner. Masturbate for yourself. The way you would do it when you're alone in the shower or whatever or laying in bed in the morning and want to quickly knock one off. That's what I want you to do. And the other partner, just take notes. Because the guys have been playing with that thing probably since they were in utero. Yeah, at least since they were adolescents. And they know, they've got that biofeedback, they know what's going on. All you've got is whatever they communicate in their eyes, you know, when you're working on them to to watch. So, guys, give them more feedback when it's happening, but also look for ways that you can do, uh, that you can glean more information from your partner's masturbation techniques, because there's a lot there. He can he can go in two minutes. Why does it take you twenty minutes to jack him off or, or go down on him? You know, that's a very good question, and that's a, I guess that. But it's the same thing when you masturbate. Yeah. You Absolutely. can get yourself off in thirty seconds, okay. and it takes me you know yeah. ten fifteen minutes to get you all. And I love watching you. So and we're gonna do that. We're gonna you're gonna take notes while I masturbate, and you'll say, "How come you're doing it like that? How come you never told me to do it like Absolutely. that?" Absolutely, I love <laughs> learning. Well, I'm doing it with my hands. You're doing it with your mouth. It's a little. Well, bit sometimes different. I've been doing it with my hands. Yeah. You know, as mm. we take yeah. more and more classes. I know that you know two fingers inside and my thumbs over your clit and, and the area um, are just as 
as good as my tongue and mm-hmm. then sometimes just adding my tongue at the end is what makes you explode yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. well that was very 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 good advice so guys uh, Kim and Brad from uh, tantrichearts.com thank you so much for being here we could uh, be chatting for a while but I know you guys have a class to put on today we have to have lunch why don't you just take a minute and tell everybody how they can reach out to you well, you can find us online at tantrichearts.com. We also have a meetup group called tantrichearts.com. And we're on... Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out. Check our YouTube channel out. And we have a new podcast called Real Sex Talk with Kim and Brad. Our YouTube channel has a lot of great videos, uh, short tips and tricks like Mango Your Man and... Uh, <laughs> All about the new roux that we oh described yeah, earlier. The new roux and how to make the gel and everything. So you can yeah. find that cool. online. Wow, Fantastic. that sounds great. And you can travel to Hedonism too with us. Yes. Multiple weeks a year. When Check out back Tantric next. Travel on TantricHearts.com. We'll be back in December. Beautiful. And again in... February. February. I think we're going to be here together in December. No, they're coming All the week right. prior. Oh, really? Coming December 7, right? Yes. Yes, we spoke about that yesterday. And we're learning more and more every week with all our fantastic sexpert guests, and we hope you do too. Visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to find credible information about sex and sexuality. And remember to sign up on sdc.com if you're looking for an open-minded online community to meet other sexy people and find out where the events are happening near you. Use promo code 30314 for the first month free. Check it out. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much, Kim and Brad from Tantric Hearts for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Love each other. And thank everybody. And we're going to thank everybody out there for listening to our show once again. So join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle when we're talking about sex and sexuality and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carolyn David for this week's edition of The Hedonism Show. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 